Hey guys, it's Mark and Brittany here. Problems, we have all got them. Whether it's the dogs chasing the chickens, kids bickering in the living room, the state of our country, or just the general moral decline. We're tired of just sitting back and watching things roll by, knowing that there is something we could do somewhere, so what exactly does that even mean? So we'd like to share our experiences with you, whether it's through our modern homesteading or just our family life, the good and the bad, to provide you with the encouragement to go against the grain to get the complete fulfillment God intended for us out of life. There are things that we can be doing, and you know what? It, it starts, starts at, at our, our home. Welcome back, everybody. It has been a long time since we have talked to you, and so we wanted to just uh, give you guys an update on where the homestead's at and where we're at uh, after our summer. So, um, with that, we'll get rolling right into it. Uh, let's start with the puppies. So, we had the puppies. Um, we have been working on training the puppies, and have decided to launch a uh, website, SouthDakotaShepinois.com, if you want to look at more information about our puppies and um, future litters, keep up to date on stuff, you so, can go ahead and check that out. <laughs> oh, go that's, ahead. That's S-D-S-H-E-P-I-N-O-I-S.com. Yep. So, um, again, those are German Shepherd, Belgian Malinois crosses. Like I said, you can go over there for more information. But that has been keeping us uh, fairly busy. We've had the kids involved in that as well, um, working on training them. And so they're raised in a family environment, in a very busy environment that's constantly going all the time. So they're, they've got a lot of exposure to different things around the homestead, um, from cows, horses, all the vehicle traffic, uh, going to town with us, all of that stuff. So... That's been fun. Um, one of the other less fun things that we've had is our cow, Gloria, ended up getting milk fever. She ended up having twins, and she ended up losing both twins and got milk fever um, when she calved. And so we have been nursing her back to health. Now, luckily, we still had the calf from last year. Uh, we named him Curly, and so... Curly is back on Gloria, and she's out in the pasture getting alfalfa and grass again. And, um, yeah, we've just been nursing her back to health and uh, just started milking her uh, just a little bit occasionally uh, last week. So that's been good. The milk's been great, and we're really enjoying that. So that is cows Let's hear and a little dogs. bit about this milk fever, or do you want to get into that later? No, that's absolutely... Um, yeah, so milk fever, and so it happens, actually we had, not not a severe case, but when puppies have, or when dogs have their puppies, they can kind of run into the same thing. And so when the animals um, have their babies, just with all of the um, happenings with childbirth, there is a lot of calcium lost, especially. Um, and so they just get extremely weak. Uh, when I went and, um, found Gloria the night she had her twins, she was absolutely fine. I walked her up to the barn. Well, 
She was fine, but one twin had already died. So I walked her up to the barn with the second twin, and both of them looked like they were doing relatively fine. Um, I was actually headed out of town the following morning, and so at about 3 in the morning the next morning, I went out to the barn before I left, and both animals were completely just flat out on the ground, wouldn't get up, wouldn't move, um, ended up having Brittany go into the vet, uh, get some supplements, we got those in her, she was able to get up a little bit, um, really you should be telling this part, you're the one that was here, um, ended up having to have the vet come out and IV her and give her some more nutrients, and, and again, really what it comes down to is she gets a, um, she has a really low calcium level, which affects kind of everything else with her, and she can't, you know, get up and be nursing the calves, and, you know, so then the calves going downhill. Anyways, uh, not, you know, there's a, you can definitely get a cow through it, um, but there is a, you know, fairly high, uh, mortality rate with it as well, especially if you don't catch it in enough time. So, uh, Brittany and the kids while I was gone did an excellent job and, um, got her, you know, standing up again and, and back, back eating food and whatnot. So yeah, they did just an awesome job. It was a, definitely an experience for, um, Brittany and the kids and even myself. I mean, I've dealt with milk cows and a lot of different uh troubles that they've had but it was a learning experience for all of us and luckily we came out of it and yeah so Gloria is doing well I'm Anything not really talking add? much because we've come out of it but it's been a long time of coming out of it and I I just still don't know to just laugh or cry it depends on the day when I think about this and Mark's just sounding like, oh, yep, that's what ha- very matter-of-factly. And the real fact is if you were at our place when all this was happening, wow, it was, um, it was a serious ordeal. And I grew up around cattle, but um, beef cattle, cow-calf operation. And so this whole dairy cow thing, it's... I mean, they're only the same by having the name cow in them. This isn't, I mean, we had to tell our kids, you know, don't, don't rope. Like you can't treat, we had to treat her delicately. And they just think it's, especially the boys, ridiculous that I'm talking like that about a cow. Not that we're harsh with regular cattle, but like, it's just such a different thing. And turns out, I don't know absolutely anything about a cow when it, when I compare it with the little that I know and understand about Gloria. And so I couldn't believe that she was about going to die when Mark was gone. And, um, well, earlier this summer, I, I lost Gloria for a few days. I'm not really sure how that happened. And so still kind of not really coming out of that terribly well. And these are all stories for some other time. But I guess I would just say, women, if you have a husband who takes care of things especially outside and bonus if it's inside but like who you just know will just take care of all the outside stuff I really really hope you do and if you do be sure to thank them because um it's not so much that I take it for granted actually as I say that yeah I guess it is 
And um, I'm just so thankful that I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. But so then when Mark is gone, um, well, so like the first time he was gone and we had all the chickens and all the puppies and the cow and the calf and all the horses and, you know, all the five kids and just regular life. And um, anyways, at like the lot, oh, rattlesnakes. Yeah, we had a lot of run-ins with snakes this year. Um, and anyways, I was on like my very last straw the first time Mark was gone this summer. I mean, it just was not going well. And the last day he was, they were going to be home the next day. And anyways, my last chore of that day, all of the chickens in the chicken tractor got out, which was it like 40, 30 or 40, 25, 25, I think. Somehow they got out of the stinking chicken tractor and they're just everywhere. And my first thought is, okay, well, I've definitely gathered enough animals before. This shouldn't be that, like, this will be the least of the bad things that has happened. And it's basically been days and days of awful things happening at our homestead while I was home alone. And so anyways, yeah, like, I've got this. Thank heavens this isn't a real problem. No, that's not how chickens work, which, mind you, I eat the chickens, and that is just one thing I do not have a lot to do with. Oh, and I do like butchering them, but that's where it stops. The Mark and the kids are the ones who do all the day-to-day with that. And so, anyways, no, you don't just herd the chickens back into where they need to be. They all just attack you, like, just attack you. And so, anyways, I call Mark just, well, I, I, I wasn't as sweet as I usually am. Was I? You're always sweet. <laughs> and so anyways, of course, and then we got all these dogs and the dogs, they, they love loose chickens. And so it, so it's a problem. How am I going to get these 25 chickens back in and these dogs? Like just, it was a wreck. And um, Mark was so sweet. He just said, you know what, just leave them out. And if they're all dead, when I get back, then they're all dead when I get back. And so anyways, women say thank you to your hardworking man and husbands be gentle with your wife and be willing to let what you've worked on for however many weeks we tried to get those chickens nice and fat to just let it all be dog food. So thanks, honey. Yeah. I would like to report somehow or another. I don't even remember what happened. I literally tried to block some of this out of my mind. It was awful. She got the dogs in. The chickens were fine. We found the cow. It was all good. We lost one chicken, so that was pretty good. She got, uh, she gets frustrated because apparently the animals all know when I leave home. It's true. It is a fact. But she's doing good. She's done well. She's learning a ton. And so, yeah, so it's all good. Um, and so that was, you know, that was our, that was the, I guess, the animal portion of our summer. Does that kind of wrap up animals? Yeah. And um, now that we're so happy to be having the milk again, and it kind of was, plus it's just kind of the COVID craziness starts picking up again, and let's hope to high heavens that no one falls for that craziness again but as it's all happening and Gloria is getting better and it, it for me personally I haven't even really talked to Mark about this it's just been such a reminder of why we're doing what we're doing in the first place so we're really happy to be starting to get some milk off of her again and um, just how fortunate we are to have a milk cow 
and our layers have started laying and so we've also got farm or uh you know farm fresh eggs and um yeah right from right from the coop which has been awesome because once you have them you go to the store and it's just not the same so we have been you know busy with all of that and then um yeah our summer has just flown by we're not really sure where it's gone obviously we haven't it's been two months since we've done a podcast and you know we haven't even had time to squeeze one in so um we are glad to be kind of back in a routine with school and we're glad to be back in a routine with uh just kind of the day-to-day operations um i had another opportunity to go and um go to a constitution uh clinic with uh through patriot academy and rick green and david barton and um so that was an excellent learning opportunity awesome time to uh get back to the biblical uh, worldview that the Constitution was founded on, um, whether you're local or um, maybe just listening to from across the country. If you're interested in uh, having a Constitution class with me, I'm going to be doing them again both locally as well as probably on like a Zoom platform. Um, so even if you're not right here, let me know and we can definitely uh, get something set up in the coming months to go through the constitution it's something that we all need to go back to and go back to learning you know why the founding fathers set up the constitution and the declaration of independence the way that they did why they um made the statements that they did and the choices that they did when they were setting up this country uh so we're gonna do that um yeah we did squeeze in a few times to go boating and, you know, obviously, um, different things, going to the lake, uh, going to, doing a little bit of camping. But, um, yeah, so that was kind of our summer. That's kind of the update on the homestead. Uh, oh, our garden. Our garden, we were also too busy for this summer, um, but it actually still is doing well. Uh, we've got raised beds, and so we got our broccoli, and um, that was fun having fresh broccoli. Uh, still harvesting that, and the raspberry plants came up. Now, I did turn off the water for three days on accident, and they ended up being hot days, and so <laughs> our raspberry the plants... The only hot days of the whole summer. Yeah, we haven't had hardly any... I mean, we've had some warm days, but it's few and far between. Very few and far between. But, of course, the, you know, three days we leave and I turn off the water because it's supposed to rain. Other days it doesn't rain and it's, you know, close to 100 degrees all three days. So, our raspberry plants are not doing well. Our beans, we honestly just didn't get out to harvest them very good. So, our bean plant was kind of a waste this year. But, on the plus side, we had lots of tomatoes. Um, got some salsa canning done and tomato... Uh, can some tomato sauce so that was has been great and of course as always there's plenty of cucumbers uh tried pickles for the first time this year making some dill pickles uh next time i think i'll cut them a little thicker so they're a little crunchier but otherwise i thought they were uh they turned out pretty good they're dual purpose as much as that mark enjoys them 
and they so far have served as a good punishment for some the kids pickles, yeah. I will leave unnamed. Yeah. <laughs> Worked very well for that. Um, strawberries, we're still trying to figure out. All we get is little strawberries. So if you're listening and you've got, you know, strawberries figured out, let us know how we need to, what we need to change to grow them so that they turn out good. But I would uh, say this was, oh, sorry, nope. I didn't mean to cut you off. So, yeah, actually, it was a pretty tough summer. And um, it, Mark and I were usually just on, on the same page, right in lockstep with each other. And we had quite a few times this summer when we just weren't. Not that anything was, I mean, nobody needs to worry about our marriage. That's not what I'm talking about. But anyways, I am very thankful. God's just been working in both of us and um, just kind of rose above the pettiness and selfishness that can so easily creep into a marriage and um, just be refocusing and prioritizing um, our thoughts and mindsets and putting the other one first. And so I feel like it's made our whole home life way better. Well, if you go back to the last podcast, it was about how to take a step back and kind of figure out your priorities and not let life run you ragged. And quite frankly, we didn't do the best at that. Now, some of that was good stuff in our lives. Um, Again, being able to go down to that Constitution class and... Uh, Getting training on that has been very good. Um, uh, Definitely finding another path that God wants to use me for um, to work through that, those biblical citizenship classes. But all that stuff still puts a strain on the marriage and still puts a strain on um, home life and just being not, I mean, when I say strain, again, nothing horrible, but you know, we're, we're going and we don't have the patience with our kids like we should, or we don't have the patience with each other like we should. And so, you know, somebody says something wrong and we kind of snap back or, you know, Brittany says something and I kind of just am short with her because everybody's tired. So if you're listening, this is, is also a good recap. Go back to the last episode and we need to go back to the last episode and listen to it ourselves. Cause probably we should delete it if I really stop and recall (laughs) but that's real we all go through those times and each couple has a different dynamic between themselves but for mark and i i know that i really appreciate when he is just gentle with me and patient with me and literally i mean just a gentle voice or just the touch of his hand on my back if i'm starting to get frustrated at something so maybe that doesn't speak to any wise listening but if it does and husbands you hear this just a little maybe somebody just needs to tell you or remind you be gentle with her what about you honey what makes what's anything like that with me that just can help make you feel like you are just number one? Oh, just the patience i mean we get i get busy and i mean i just get overwhelmed by stuff and so don't think through stuff maybe all the way or don't think through stuff um you know quick enough or whatever and so just the patience to um understand that and 
and to just, you know, if you know that I, instead of calling me out on something that, you know, that I just misspoke, even though I know what I was saying, not calling me out on it and just, you know, working together on stuff. So I think that has been a, you know, it, it's been good to refocus our priorities and refocus what God is saying in our lives and where we need to, um, where we need to be having him involved in our, in our life. And obviously he should be involved in our life in a, in every aspect, but God's got different, uh, purposes and direction for it. And sometimes we don't allow ourselves to be used in the opportunities that he is giving us. Um, and so I think this summer has also been really good for that. Just kind of a reminder that God's got a plan for us and God's got a purpose for us. And we need to allow God to use us for that plan, for his plan and his purpose, not our plan and our purpose. Um, it's mm. easy to get those twisted around. Not just for Mark and I, of course, but that's such a loud and strong message that we want everybody to know and really just grasp and hold on to and believe. I mean, from our kids to any of you guys listening. Yeah, absolutely. We talked early on, um, I think in one of the episodes just about God and Jesus being the Lord of your life and, um, you know, him sitting on that throne and not you. And so, uh, we need a reminder, especially in the busy times like the summer has been, we need those reminders to go back to his word, um, get ourselves replenished and filled back up, and then to pour that out on others. So that's it's been a good summer for that. Even with all of the busyness and everything else, it has been a very good summer for that. Um, and so we are thankful for the busy summer, and we are looking forward to a busy fall, but a little bit more regulated fall, um, as far as our schedule and stuff goes. So that'll be nice with that. Do you have anything else, honey? All right, we'll wrap it up and, uh, hopefully it won't be two months before we see it, before we talk to you guys again. Um, yeah, we'll get back into some of the constitution coach stuff coming up and as well as, you know, everything else around the homestead. So we look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Thanks for listening.